0: Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a Broadcast of Hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and it's day 1,276 since we came back on the air. What's the news for us today, Max?
1: Listeners, as we all know, we've been without a solid, reliable community in the area for quite some time, and it's making me nervous. I keep reaching out to Fiddleback Hollow, but they keep rejecting our offers of an alliance. I'd like to kind of crowdsource this a little and see if anybody has any ideas for how to break the ice with them. I have an
0: idea. Let's respect their wishes and leave them alone. Come on, Max. Even Paka and the clearance crew won't go over there. And you know those guys? A bunch of ex-military who weren't afraid of anything? And they've told you specifically to leave this one alone.
1: Well, that's easy for them to say. The clearance crew is extremely self-sufficient. Just like Fiddleback Hollow claimed to be, except the clearance crew don't isolate themselves and withhold help from other people nearby.
0: Well, that's their choice. Everybody gets to make their own,
1: and Fiddleback Hollow has chosen to keep to themselves. Okay, but we're still in trouble. All we get around here these days are travelers moving from one place to another. They don't stay. And we, the three of us here in the station, need some kind of fail-safe backup in case things get tricky. I mean, for example... What if Fiddleback Hollow decides to go from being isolated to aggressive?
0: If that happens, I would argue that it would be because you couldn't leave them alone. What happened to your idea from the other day? You acted like you were all ready to start your own community here. What's up with that?
1: Eh, I scouted it out and couldn't find anywhere suitable. The old Deerfield site is still very overrun. So clearing that out would be very dangerous. The other neighborhoods around here aren't really secure enough. Deerfield was ideal because it was a gated community, which gave extra protection. But that huge zombie horde we called Medusa wrecked all that kind of stuff. What about the dorms on the college campus? What? Those things are in terrible shape. Broken windows, random trash everywhere, they're just a mess. The random trash isn't that big of a deal. We can ask people who move in to
0: help us clean it up. Small price to pay for a safe place to stay.
1: And the broken windows? That's Zombie Security 101. Don't make it easy for them. Plus, it's terrible for climate control. Probably not too bad in the summer, but winter would be brutal.
0: True. But we just learned how to fix broken windows thanks to Cashew, that dog we brought in a few weeks ago who went berserk when we all left for the day.
1: Oh, yeah. Poor puppy. She had separation anxiety.
0: Yeah, but we gained knowledge out of that incident. We could spit those dorms up really good, make them seem attractive for anybody passing through. We could really do our own community here.
1: I don't know. Where would we get the glass to fix the windows? Where do we get it for the window here at the station?
0: Plus, didn't Agnes say something about William knowing how to work with glass? I swear, Max, if you keep coming up with excuses, then it'll never get done. Where's that go-get-it spirit that made you think you could dig a moat around the entire station
1: back in the first year? So I'm a little more cynical and lazy now. What if we do all this work and people don't want to stay?
0: What if we do all this work and people do want to stay? They're certainly not going to if we just sit around and keep hoping without doing anything. Come on, Max, the weather is getting great around here, so now's the time. Once we hit the heat of summer, we won't want to do this. And it'll be mostly indoors, which means we won't have zombies sneaking up on us like we got with the moat. Maybe we set up an alarm system so we don't get surprised on the way out.
1: I guess we could also work on trying to fortify the outside areas while we're at it. Not quite a gated community, but it it, it could work.
0: There you go. Here's the dreamer, Max, I know.
1: Fine, okay, we'll give it a try.
0: Look, Max, I know that even though we're doing mostly okay around here, that you've had some setbacks, and they're hitting you hard. But there's nobody riding to the rescue. At this stage, I think that kind of thing would have already happened if it were going to. We're all going to have to drag ourselves out of this as best we can. And that means sometimes you have to take the bull by the horns and make your own dreams come true for yourself.
1: I know you're right. It's just... It's just hard sometimes.
0: I know that, too. But we can do it. I mean, we got what community we have to pitch in on fixing the window here at the station. Listeners, we can only get stronger... If we get more people living nearby. If you're listening to this broadcast, consider pitching in and helping out on the dorm renovations, and we'll see where that can take us.
1: You know Agnes is going to want to name this new residence, right?
0: Of course she will, and more power to her. Come on, let's get out there and start assessing what needs to be done, and make a plan.
1: Okay, thanks. Um, For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.